Hi guys, thanks so much for joining me here today on Me on My Podcast. My name is Sharif, and on this podcast, I talk about what it's like being a college student, an aspiring architect, and anything else that pops into my head. Again, thanks so much for joining me, and this is Me on My. Okay, so welcome. Again, I'm Sharif. This is my first episode, my first podcasting episode, and a lot of thoughts are running through my head right now. I'm thinking about a lot of things. I'm questioning a lot of things. I'm judging my own self. I'm thinking about the secondhand embarrassment that I'm about to receive, but it'll be fine. I'll get over it. So today, I feel like I'm going to talk about, um, I guess, as a first episode, I kind of just want to talk a little bit about me give you guys for anyone who joins later in the future because I'm planning on this being you know a decent sized podcast um I want to talk a little bit about who I am a little bit of background on me what I do which really isn't anything but what I do and you know just my my background so my whoever my audience is so they have a little bit of understanding of who I am and like where I'm coming from and what my perspective on life is so, to start off, um, again, like I said, my name is Sharif. Um, it's a Hebrew name, by the way. Um, I am African-American. I'm Afro-Caribbean, but I'm still black. Like, my skin is brown. Um, I grew up in the South. I'm from North Carolina. Um, and I'm currently a college student. I'm going into my junior year of college which is kind of crazy because people still think I'm 14 but it's whatever um I'm going into my junior year of college I am in uh going to school for architecture so I'm getting my B arc my bachelor's of architecture degree um I went to let's see let's talk about school I guess so I went to um high school I went to a middle college high school which means um I went to a community college in four years with a high school diploma and my associate's degree. Um, I went to a global studies extended school year K through 12 middle school. And I went to a regular, uh, somewhat regular elementary school pretty much throughout, you know, elementary school career. I changed schools three times, started out at a school way out in the country, which was predominantly black. Then I went to... After that, I went to two predominantly white elementary schools. And so if you're black, you know how like how that changes your perspective. It changes your perspective on life. Like you like you know the difference between someone who's gone to a predominantly white schools and then someone who's gone to predominantly black schools. Just saying. Um, So, yeah, that's kind of like my education history. Um, as far as like where I come from, my mother is Caribbean. So my mom is, um, she was born in South America and Guyana, which Guyana is right below Venezuela. Um, and you might be like, well, how was, you know, a country in South America, part of the Caribbean, um, when Caribbean is made up of, when the Caribbean is made up of mostly like small islands, right? So South America, um, South America, Guyana is the only English speak, speaking, <laughs> the only English speaking country in South America. So because of that, they consider themselves to be part of the Caribbean, you know, nation and they speak Patois. So if you know what Patois is, it's like, 
if you think about how people from Jamaica talk, something like that. That interest this little side note. But every Caribbean country has their own specific Patois dialect, which I think which I love. I think it's really interesting. Um, so yeah, that's where my mother's from, and her mother is a Guyanese native, and then her father is a Guyanese native, but I think his um, family came from Grenada, which is actually a Caribbean country, like an island. Um, and let's see. Um, oh, interesting fact about Guyana. Guyana is a country of many different nations, um, people from really different nations. So that we have people from India, like India, like India, India, like Curry, India. We have native peoples, they call them Amerindians, um, American Indians or natives. Um, Chinese people live there, um, as well as uh, white people and obviously black people. So, Guyanese people, beautiful. Beautiful, some of those beautiful people. Um, So there's that. Then my... um, my father's side, he is African American, black. Um, his father is from uh, North Carolina, from his, from what we know. Um, and he's just like just a black guy. He was, um, yeah, I'm just pretty. I think from North Carolina. And then my grandmother, love my grandmother history. Um, my grandmother, my my dad's mother, she was is the last of twenty two brothers and sisters, and they are from Louisiana. But fun fact, my grandfather, my great grandfather, or my grandmother's father on my dad's side, was actually a landowner, and he was part Native American, um, and they owned uh 300 acres of land and they provided provided meat to the government um so big balling out there you know because you can't you can't own 300 acres of land back then and like you know be giving people food the government food and like you know not have and being like not own your land so they were big bowling and she was the youngest so, and she's the last one surviving of all the, you know, that original bloodline. So, I really love my grandmother. Um, so, yeah, that's a little bit there. And then, um, so, architecture. So, I am an architect, architecture lover. I am an architect in the making. Um, and I've been in school for uh, architecture for two years now. Still don't feel like I know what the fuck I'm doing, but you know, it's fine, it's whatever. I'm learning. I definitely can say I'm learning a lot. Um, so, you might be wondering, what got you interested in architecture? Well, I'm gonna tell you. Okay, so my dad is really into development, right? So, as far as he can remember, his father showed him um skyscrapers and like buildings and stuff right so that was a huge fascination for him and so then he passed that on to me and my brother I'm the one that picked up on that mostly so I am in love with the idea of structure and like what it means and how long it lasts and like just all that's the cultural stuff and social stuff behind structure I love it um And so that was something that I always saw growing up. And then, um, and also we went to a lot of open houses. So if you know what open houses, that's just basically when you 
you know, go see a house that's for sale. We didn't buy them, obviously, but we just went to go see them. So I got exposed to a lot of different styles and like a lot of different um, design aesthetics at a young age. Um, And so then, you know, I was a kid, like wasn't really paying attention to it, but I was like, oh, this is cute or whatever. Then in elementary school, um, I was an accelerated, I'm an accelerated learner kid. So like where I'm from in the South, um, my part of the South in North Carolina, um, we, whenever you're an accelerated learner, they pull you out of the class with all the other advanced students and you have a special class. We had a special class on Fridays, right? At my school. And so we got special privileges. So, but it's like, we got special privileges at the cost of more work and more difficult work. So, um, and one day we had two parents come in talk to talk about their careers. Um, and one was an interior designer and one was an architect. So the architect, um, showed us her blueprints. Now, mind you, these were real blueprints. Like now, like, I don't know, blueprints don't look the same, or at least the ones that I've seen don't look the same. They're not blue. Hers were blue. Like it was blue. Now she could have really printed some fake shit off of the internet and showed us like fake stuff. I'm thinking about that now, but it made a big impact on me. I was like, blue? this is really blue ink like she really she really did that and it was precise like all caps handwriting beautiful and I fell in love with it I was like oh my god this is it's like this combination of perfection in writing on effed up paper so like the paper was like crinkly rolled up but like there was like a a thing about seeing that that I loved I cannot explain it. I also have an obsession, a slight obsession with crinkled paper, but that's, that's a different thing. So yeah, I was like, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And I was like, I'm, I'm doing that. Fast forward, forgot about it. Like I forgot about it in a way that like, it wasn't in the forefront of my mind, but it was still in the back of my mind. You know what I'm saying? So then middle school came and in middle school where I'm from, we basically, did a thing where you take a personality test to see what job best suits you so you can know like what career path you should go into or whatever so mine the one that I was like best match for were like architect and interior designer and stuff like that and I was like architect say absolutely less like I already wanted to do it anyway and that just confirmed it so boom architect I moved through high school with that um what the hell was that oh okay sorry I heard three at the same time so I graduated through high school with that in the back of my mind but then also through high school I did, there was this like I love to talk so I was like why don't I make a career out of talking like that's the easiest thing I could ever do right why don't I get and I love attention I love attention okay love attention so I was like, I like this thing, this little public speaking thing. Like I nerves shot beforehand. Can't even handle it. I got to poop. It's just too much. Drink. You want me to drink something? I'm not doing it. Eat, let alone eat. I can't handle it. What? Knots, dinosaurs trampling all over my guts. I can't do it. I can't do it. But once I get up on that stage, oh girl, you don't, you want to take some more pictures? Are you sure you want me to sit down? Like I can keep going. I don't, I don't have to stop. Like that's how I am. I love attention. 
So then I was like, you know, why don't I make a career out of this? So that was the thing. I wanted to be a pop culture television show host specifically. So I wanted to be like MTV, like talking to the stars. Like I didn't want to necessarily be famous, but I want to talk to the famous people and maybe make some friends with famous people. You know, my thing has always been making friends with people. I, that's my like all through life. All I've ever really wanted to do is make friends with people like at the deep core of myself. Like I'm just a people person. But anyway, you didn't ask about that. So I wanted to do that, and I even, wow, I even did a pageant. This is so embarrassing. I did a pageant um, in high school. It might have been sophomore year. did a pageant, and I really went on stage and said I wanted to be a pop culture television show host. Ew. Anyway, little did I know, architect is where it's at. Or maybe both. We'll see what the future holds. Um. So, yeah. That was a thing. And, and in high and in high school, I we so because I went to a middle college, right? The middle college I went to did not have sports, did not have arts, did not have anything extracurricular. You're taking math, science, physics, chemistry, period, English, all that other stuff, history, all that. Mind you, I'm a history whiz. I got hundred percent in pretty much all of my history classes. Okay, killing it. High A's. History is my thing. I remember everything anyway that was just a slight flex whatever so um yeah history I mean history um high school we didn't have all that special you know stuff pep rallies didn't have those so um I took I was like okay I since I want to do architecture I need a portfolio right so um I took art classes with the community college so Mind you, a lot of my art pieces got put on display, like in the display case at the school, in the arts building. Very proud of that. Yeah, almost all of my pieces got put in the art display. That's a lie. Maybe three of three of my pieces got put in the art display out of like five projects per semester. Very proud of myself there. So yeah. Um, fun fact, which is going to turn into a long story, but fun fact. When I was applying to schools for architecture, I wanted to go to SCAD because I knew a girl, a family friend, who went to SCAD and she went to school, went to SCAD for interior design. Side note, SCAD is Savannah College of Art and Design in Savannah, Georgia. Amazing school. Look it up. You'll see what I'm talking about. So she went there for interior design and then got a job working with Disney. What? Talk about Big Bank, okay? So I was like, yeah, that's me. That's that's me right there. Like, yeah, that's me. And she was like, yeah, people like Whoopi Goldberg and Will Smith. I was like, what? All Will Smith has to do is meet me once and it's a wrap. Just kidding. Um. So yeah, so I was like, that's where I'm going. I don't care. Um. And then I applied, but I applied to backup schools just in case. And I did that and I'm glad I did it. But I hate the fact of why I did it. I did it because teachers told me that I the chances of me getting in were slim. And looking back, I don't know why the hell I listened to them. They didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. Like I'm actually mad. My shit, I I was top 10 top t- what? I was top 20, you know, what? which doesn't really matter. I was top 20 in my high school when I graduated, which doesn't matter because it was a small class, but still 
no that's not top 20 i was in the 12th percentile that's with the fact i was number seven but i was in the 12th percentile right so you know for where i was at and what i was going through in high school that was pretty damn good and i shouldn't have fucking listened to them and i had me speak in my high school but then you tell me you don't think i can get in whatever i'm so mad looking back at that but anyway they talked me out of applying to Cornell University. And I hate that because now I'll never know if I would have gotten in. But they t- they really talked me out of doing it. And the thing was, too, I didn't, like, my, my, my advisor would have, um, she was going to pay. She basically loved me and she was going to help me get a waiver for all the schools that I applied to. So I didn't have to pay to apply. So I should have just freaking applied. But they t- this one teacher talked me down out of doing it. And I, I'm, I'm really mad at her for doing that. But anyway, don't let people talk you out of doing, talk you down and doing stuff. Try it. And get, if you're going to be disappointed, get the disappointment rather than saying you never tried. Anyway, I applied to Savannah College of Art and Design. I applied to UNC Charlotte. And that was it. Yeah. I'm thinking now if I, yeah. Those, that's it. Did I apply anywhere else? I wanted to apply to Howard and I wanted to apply to Hamilton was that was called Hamilton? I don't think that's the name of the school. It's in Virginia. I don't know. And then I got an, a a a thing in the mail from SAIC, Chicago Art Institute, something like that. It's a school. I I don't I know it's SAIC, but I don't know. I I forget what all the letters stand for. And I was like, eh, don't really want to go there, man. That's where I'm trying to go for master school now. And they sent me something in the mail, which is a big deal for me. Um, and I got a, a something sent in the mail for me from San, San Francisco, San Diego, San, it was in San Francisco. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, so that was, but that was, I got that in the mail cause I applied for it to come in the mail, but SAIC sent me something without me applying. SAIC is a bomb school and I'm definitely trying to go back to Chicago. But anyway, that's a story for another podcast on another episode. So, yeah, that's those are the schools I applied to. I ended up getting into SCAD. Didn't go um, because I had, by that time, I had applied to UNC Charlotte. And in this time period, the stuff that I was going through with my family and just, like, you know, what we were dealing with, I was in a place where mentally I was like, I'm not going to go to college if this is not paid for because I'm not about to put stress on my family. Like, that's just something that I'm not about to do. I'm not about to charge them, make them be in debt because I want to go to school. Like, I know that's like, I'm not, I just wasn't going to do it. Wasn't going to happen. I was like, I'll get there another way. I'll work at a bunch of art places. I mean, you know, I'll do something else, but I am not about to go to college and make them pay when, you know, they haven't even finished paying for theirs necessarily. No, I wasn't going to do that. So I got down on my knees when I'll never forget this. I got down on my knees where we were at at the time. And I was like, God, I need you to make a way for me to get get this architecture degree. I was like, I love architecture. This is something that I really want to do. And I don't know how I'm going to get there. But if it's your will and you want me to do it, I trust that you will put me where I need to be. I'm not going to go to college with unless you do it because I cannot do it. My mom cannot do it. My dad cannot do it. No one can do this for me but you. This is out of my hands. I can't do it. I can't pay for this. And I'm not taking loans out for this. I was like, so God, if it's your will for me to go to college, I pray that you cover this 100% so I don't have to 
pay for anything, anything out of pocket. One day, I was preparing. It was senior year, second semester. I was sitting in the science building, and I was preparing to study for one of my uh, my final exam for physics, right? General physics. I got an email. I checked my email because it was from UNC Charlotte. I was like, oh, what is this? And I got a Martin Full Ride Scholarship for four years. Enter applause. Girl, I went to that bathroom and screamed and hooted and hollered silently, of course, because I wouldn't have nobody look at me there early in the morning. <clears throat> screamed and hooted and hollered. I went to the handicapped bathroom so I could close and lock the door and nobody would walk in on me acting crazy. You know, <laughs> you know. I called everybody in my contact list that I know really cared about me right like I called all my favorite people which was four people (laughs) um I was so happy and on top of that they included in my scholarship fund money for me to study abroad bro which at which also I have to backtrack for this all throughout high school I was trying to study abroad I was like, nobody at my school has done this before. I want to be the first person to do it. And I really want to travel. Travel is like something like I've always been looking over out over the ocean. Like that's always been my thing. I've always wanted to travel. And at the time, I will admit it. I was a Korea boo. All right. I was just a Korea boo. There's no way to get around it. I had Korean Rosetta Stone. I was trying to be a, a, a Korean architect, not Korean, but like an architect in Korea. Yeah, it was like, I was ready for that. I was trying to go to this high school in Korea. Like, I was really trying to do it. I had filled out the forms and everything. Like, only to find out that I missed it by a year because apparently Korean high school is only three years. And I was trying to apply to do it for my senior year. And I was already in my third year. So, boo-boo. I was upset. But, yeah. That was a big deal. Like, God put every like, in the thing. And that was just a testimony for the power of God. I'm talking about Jesus Christ, God. Okay, that's who I claim. That's who I rep. You can rep who you want. That's just what worked for me. I, God, like I didn't even, in my prayer, all I asked was for school to be covered, right? Like, not only was school covered, housing on and off campus is covered. I get, I'm telling my business, but this is just for my testimony. I get a, a nice refund check every semester. And on top of that, I get $6,000 to cover study abroad to whatever place I want to go to, like, like up front. That doesn't count, um, you know, any other study abroad scholarships that I apply for, right? Amazing. Just a huge blessing. So I was really happy about that. Um, so yeah, um, that's just my testimony, um, about that. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of why I ended up going to UNC Charlotte instead of SCAD. Alright guys, time out, time out. It's time for a quick break. Go to the bathroom, get some water, get a snack, do what you gotta do, and we'll be right back. So yeah, so that was a huge blessing for me. And so that was kind of why, like I said earlier, well, that was why I um, went to UNC Charlotte instead of SCAD. SCAD was charging $35,000 up front in and out of state. And then on top of that, they wanted me to go to the school for a year 
before I applied to the actual school of architecture because they have some like gen ed courses that they want me to I was like girl bye I did not go to get a whole middle first of all I didn't miss out on a whole high school experience and go to a middle college and get my associate's degree for you to make me stay and take an extra year of school that I got for free so I wouldn't have to pay for it anyway just so that I can spend more money and then have to apply to your program Uh uh-uh you might have had the right idea but the wrong bitch anyway so i went to unc charlotte best decision i ever made don't try and run up on me because you'll get you get jacked up um so yeah that was that was that was that story huge testimony also real quick i just want to say if there's something in your life that you really want create give a give god a petition you know don't 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 you know say anything that you don't mean say what you do mean okay notice how i wasn't like in my prayer i wasn't like i'll do whatever you say you know what I'm saying? not that you shouldn't say that but be real because you're talking to god and he knows you you don't have to sit there and make a contract or lie with him if you don't mean it from the heart and for me what i was saying was from the heart and God I feel like God heard that and it was his will that I went to college because I met some amazing people I've met some amazing people and I think some I've met some people that are going to be with me for a long time but yeah and you know God worked that out and I was genuine in my prayer I didn't and that's another thing too for me I didn't with this I didn't pray 50 million times I prayed once really 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 hard and I meant it like shit and it worked out and so yeah so that's that's where i am um that's a little bit about me Um, i'm trying to think if there's anything else i should add um i come from a god-fearing home very god-fearing um i'm not your run-of-the-mill girl at all though sometimes i act like it just because it's fun and you know i vibe with the culture i am black so why not enjoy being black? Um, which being black, you know, as I speak, this has been the time of COVID-19. Ew, I hate hearing that sound. The sound that that word makes. I hate it. But, and this is also the time of, um, yeah, there's just been a lot of black cri- black crime. There's been a lot of crime towards black people still in this time. It is 2020. And there's a global pandemic pandemic like nothing you've ever seen. But still in the midst of that, people still have hate in their hearts towards other people. That's crazy. And on that note, I think I'm going to wrap it up for this first episode of just kind of giving you a little bit of background on who I am, where I'm from, what I'm interested in, where I be what I do, you know, um, and I appreciate everyone who is listening, um, I am doing this, like, I'm gonna be upfront with you, you can make money off of doing a lot of stuff these days, and I'm not against it, you know, if you can find a way to make a coin doing something you love, do that thing, but I just want to say up front, this is not something that I'm doing for money. This is something that I'm doing because I've always wanted to do it. And people that are close to me know that, like, this is me. <laughs> like, really, this is me. Um, This is me 
for real for real and I would do this with or without money it's just that like I finally got the courage to do it now this is probably about to be another 15 minutes but it's okay I finally got the courage to do it now after seeing so many people like just do it and the thing that has been scaring me so much in all honesty is the judgment but I've come to the realization especially after this worldwide situation that if I really live my life scared of people judging me I'm really never gonna do anything and that's not the type of life that I want to live I already have a slight don't give a fuck attitude but I feel like I'm being hypocritical to myself and if you know me like that's kind of hypocritical to myself because I always say girl go do that thing I support yes sis get it get the bag go do that wear that outfit do that thing talk to that person get that thing whatever it is right because that's just i'm a i'm a very supportive go-getter person so i thought i needed to shut the fuck up and do instead of just talking from my seat i need to get up and go do it so i'm doing it um i'm kind of proud of myself for actually doing it because y'all don't know how many interviews i've had in the shower okay there's been some good quality content that i've put out in the shower all right very good quality content some of my best jokes come out in the shower some of my best poems come out in the shower some of my best motivational speeches come out in the shower um maybe that should be a thing shower shower podcast maybe that could be a segment i don't know that's a lot to think about and a lot of hassle with water and recording but yes um again just to wrap this up i just want to say thank you to whoever is listening whether you know me or not, if you know me and you're listening and you could deal with the secondhand cringe, I applaud you. Because I know me, if, I, if, if there's someone I know and they make some content that involves them, like, being themselves, I, I can't help but cringe. Like, I have to watch them from behind the So, yeah. Finally, I'm going to wrap it up for real, for real. I appreciate everyone who has came, came, has come here to listen to me talk. I appreciate anyone who is like, you know, going to make it become a regular listener. That means a lot to me. And before I close this off, I want to encourage you to reach out and do what it is that you're most scared to do. Do that because whatever that that is that you're most scared to do, it's because you're meant to do it, but it's going to make you uncomfortable because it's going to put you in a better position that you already are and you're going to have to break some mindsets and some habits that you have, which is going to, you know, lead to self-growth. And on that note, thank you so much for joining me this evening, this morning or this afternoon. I hope you have a blessed day and I hope you say your prayers and thank God for whatever he has done for you, whether that's life, breath, food, all of that. I just want you to, you know, I encourage you to give God thanks. And thank you so much for joining me today on Me Oh My. I'm signing out. It's been real. Thank you for coming. Did you guys enjoy today's episode? You did? Okay, cool. I want to thank you again for coming and spending some time with me. And if you'd like to hear a little more from me or see a little bit more from me, you should follow me on my Instagram, which is BLK underscore S-S-H-E-E-P-P. 
again, thank you so much for tuning in today. And I appreciate you and love you lots. Bye-bye.